Kia ora CV, my name is Dylan and I'm normally behind the camera filming Dan and Leash and the rest of the crew each week. Uh, this week they have let me loose in front of the camera so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I'm excited to be here with Chris, Natalie and Ellie. Hi guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. Now I just wanted to acknowledge and I'm sure you guys will agree with me that the last two years have been quite wild, um, disordered and some might even say unprecedented. Uh, I'm looking forward to never using that word again. <laughs> um, but yes, it has been quite an interesting time where we haven't been able to gather the way we normally do, socialize, have church on a Sunday. And while that has been tough for a lot of people, uh, it's been really cool to see how CV has actually really gone on a journey of looking at what is the core of community, what mm. it's all about and what is Jesus' vision for that and how do we live that out, mm. both now in terms of the very relevant now um, with restrictions and all that, but how do we carry that forward into the future as well? Mm. Uh, and so I'm really excited to talk to you guys because you're all circle leaders and uh, I'm sure there's been some ups and downs over this time as circle leaders, but uh, I'm just wanting to hear what that experience has been like for you, how have you learned, how have you grown, how has your community grown? Um, so yeah, I am keen to start off with maybe some of the language that Dan has been using around alternative family, this vision for alternative family that Jesus calls us into. How have you guys experienced that as circle leaders? I remember there um, was a line in I think it was one of the first talks that Dan did that just really captured alternative community so well for me and it was we share our lives with each other, we share our hearts with each other and we share our stuff with each other um, whether that's in you know like a super diverse group or could be in a very similar group that still can be alternative community um, if we share our lives, our stuff and our hearts um, and I just love that about it as kind of the measuring stick of like, man, this is what we're aiming for. You can find community in so many places, like sports teams. Um, I play Dungeons and Dragons, mm. uh, which is a great community. And I in feel, real life? In real life. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Like I go, it's fantasy. It's, yeah, we, we sit there in real life and it's pretend. Real life, it's fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. We, I do not dress up. All right. Um, but we would like that. <laughs> but that's that's an example of community. Yeah. Everyone, you know, everyone gets yeah. along there. Everyone has a good time. Yeah. But there's something different about that than there is when we're gathering around Jesus, when we're gathering around that idea of community. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the cool thing that um, that we've been able to experience mm. is not just this is fun and this is socializing, but touching on this deeper thing of um, kingdom community, yeah. Yeah, and once you've experienced it, you want more of it, hey? Like, yeah. I think the people in my circle who, who I've also seen be extremely hungry and so keen to show up every week, um, yeah, they're not doing it out of obligation, they're doing it because they've experienced um, something really, uh, yeah, a real place of safety, a real place of, um, encouragement, a place of prayer and vulnerability. Um, and I think, yeah, as the leader, you kind of, um, there's an element of that that I guess um, needs to be set from you, but also it's it's so about 
what everyone brings and and um, yeah, it's just been such a privilege to be part of a group where they're really keen to, to bring that vulnerability every week and then it just builds um, mm. the more people are willing to kind of get into that those real the real parts of our lives, I think, um, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of what I've experienced in our circle as well. It's just like a real sense of, yep, we want to do this life together. We don't get it perfect. We don't, mm. we haven't got it figured out at all, but we're invested and we're here showing up. And that's what you need, I like, as a leader, you can kind of set the tone for like creating a safe space and an open space, but at the end of the day, you really want kind of that extra thing of like, we're not just friends, we're invested in each other's real lives. Um, yeah. And I think that's, that's the risk that we take, right? Yeah. When we're investing in community, we're investing in other people and you know, we're, we're human. People mm -hmm. are going to leave, mm -hmm. whether for, for healthy reasons or not. They might be moving overseas or they might have a falling out. Mm -hmm. um, and, and relationship, as we know it in that community, doesn't happen anymore. Changes. Yeah, and, and that's the risk that we take, is that mm -hmm. can happen, but is it worth it? Mm -hmm. like, I think I, I think we'd all say, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and, and yeah. it's comforting to know that Jesus himself, you know, Jesus modeled that. He, he, you look at his 12 disciples and mm. did he know when he invited Judas to be a part of the disciples, what Judas was going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a theological question. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not going to, that was, that was, was it, what is, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jesus will felt the loss of Judas. Mm. Yeah. Right, you know, that is mm. so right. and. They like, uh, weren't perfect. Mm. Mm. Like we're not perfect, and we do get it wrong, and it yeah, and it's yeah. messy. It's yeah. messy, but it's beautiful, and we're just all in it together. I think. Mm. Wow, that was. <laughs> we're all in it together. High school musical. Together, we're in this. I guess we're trying to centre on Jesus more. Wow. No, maybe oh. there's just some real deep spiritual truth in High School Musical. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Actually, I'm keen to explore that a bit more, that whole idea of how do we show up for each other. Uh, and I mean, I feel like I've got the, the inside scoop from you, Ali, because I'm in your circle. Um, and I, I know that you'll have an answer for this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm keen to hear what are, what are some stories that you've got of your circle showing up for each other when they, when they need it? I've just got a real cool story from Christmas. But this is when they showed up for uh, someone else that I just randomly met. I've got an addiction to buying Sega Mega Drive games. They're like a retro game console from the Man, 90s. We're, we're really I just, don't play them, I just buy them. Right? We're going deep here, really vulnerable. Yeah, real deep, eh? Hey? Dungeon um, Dragons, Sega games. Oh, it's a secret. <laughs> secret addiction. Yeah. And anyway, I was on my Facebook Marketplace and I saw this like game like a console and some controllers I wanted to buy and I was like okay I'm gonna go up and turn up this guy's place and he didn't really uh, when he showed me the stuff I was like oh it's not actually that very good quality it's not what I want the cord's broken I was like oh I'm not gonna give my $50 into this you know so drove away but I was really like when I looked in this house there wasn't much going on in the house it was just really bare and empty in the house and there's a child there playing video games and he looked around the house, it's kind of a little dirty and it just didn't seem to have much. 
So driving off, and I just had this conviction, you need to turn around and give that guy the $50 not to ask for anything in return. So I did that, and he was just blown away. And then coming up to Christmas, I think it was like a month later, I just really felt, man, why don't we just do something for this guy? So I asked the circle, can, do we wanna, can we invest some money together and go out and buy this guy some Christmas presents and then this kid? And they ended up like raising like $500 between us as a circle to, to do that. And I was, I was just like really blown away that they would, that they were willing to want to do that mm. for a complete stranger. Not even for us as a community, but for someone that they didn't even know. And it ended up that they, this guy was just, as I went and eventually was able to give the present to the person, he was like, I you don't, kind of don't know the story, but I come from, I've come up from up north and tried to get away from my brothers and my, and my brothers, my dad's brothers, who are really violent. And I want to start doing, putting in a better life for my kid. So I've never had anyone mm. just do this for me. Wow. And I'm like, That's amazing. you know, like, we were the vessel to help bless someone, which is us really cool. Mm. I think it's quite easy to end up in your own insular bubble of, of your circle. Mm. So to go beyond that and to see a need and invite your circle into that, mm. I think that's really, you know, that's the alternative family in action, eh? Yeah, but I think it also comes from the fact that we've already been there for each other mm. through this time. So there's already been this, like, this pouring in of, prayer and love and and sharing in the circle that means that um, there's this willingness to kind of trust this other one with, with a need or something else that's going on mm. in someone else's life because there's already been the investment into each other. Mm. 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 Our circle is really practical and hands-on um, just with all sorts of stuff um, and really want to invest that in each other's lives. So gosh, if um, Anyone knows Ludwig and me, we're not very um, hands-on people ask us to put something up on the wall and we don't really know what to do. Um, so we moved into our house and, you know, there was just this kind of great moment where the circle would come over and bring along pizza, people would bring their tools, like our curtains went up, um, all the little broken things um, just got fixed by everyone who was amazing. <laughs> and so cool. we were just stoked. <laughs> So um, yeah, so little things like that, and then, gosh, was it, just... Was it kind of like a little bit like a, hey, we're going to read the Bible and a little bit of DIY on the side? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really shameless, actually. <laughs> just like, we need help, please. <laughs> Have mercy. Um, but no, and then there's been, oh gosh, just beautiful moments over the last few years. Um, almost too many to really yeah. mention, but similar to you, Chris, you just put something out and people step up and come along for the ride. Like um, we um, had this one couple who went through a pretty rough patch last year and um, they weren't able to be home too much during that time. And all the all our circle just decided it's time to kind of just make sure their home is kind of ready when they get back. So we just went over, mowed some lawns, cleaned the house, walked the dog, um, just kind of very like earthy, practical ways, um, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. How about you, Ellie? Have you got a story for us? <laughs> Don't have a big story like those two, but just, but I think it's um, 
but again, yeah, countless um, small examples of people um, feeling safe enough to express a need and then people just, yeah, uh, like a, yeah, an array of then of people being willing to step up and, um, and offer help, whether that's practically with cooking meals, um, when, it, when there's a new baby or when a family member has passed away and they need, they're having family round and they just need a few extra hands on deck to help mm. them with that. Um, and probably just the offer of the offer of friendship and um, someone to come and um, if, if someone just needs companionship in, in a moment in their life. Um, we've yeah. seen lots mm. and lots of examples of that. Yeah. Um, yes, and hospitality. We have so many incredibly hospitable people in, in my group um, who love to cook and who love to have people around oh, yeah. and who are so... Um, yeah, we do we do Monday night spaces here actually in community hall, but then but yeah during the week there's so much um, so many meals happening at, at different people's houses and yeah the fact that it's it's often just an open invite to the circle and it's it sometimes evolves into just being whoever can make it can make it. Um, but yeah, that's been really cool to observe at building community outside of um, yeah, outside of a set um, small group Bible study time. And and that's something you guys have all touched on in some some way is um, this journey almost that your circle goes on of mm. getting to know each other, of growing and developing in that community. Um, what does that look like in the last couple of years for your circles to grow in maturity? I think for us, we, um, we kind of had to grow up in a sense because um, two of the couples in our circles had their first babies, um, which was really exciting and completely changed the dynamic of having circle on a weeknight um, like we used to. So we kind of just had to, you know, get very creative and go, this isn't practical anymore. We are investing in it, like, we are invested to stay together as a circle. What is this gonna look like? How are we gonna mature, I guess, into um, a circle who changes with each other's life seasons? Um, so we just, you know, sat down and said, okay, what's gonna work for people? And we just changed it up from being weekly to um, a more kind of extended Saturday morning once a month. Um, so now we do that and people can kind of come in and just have a coffee and breathe because we've got a little bit more time. Um, the kids can play, you know, we, there's some space to get distracted and to change a nappy and um, then get back into the like vulnerable conversations. Um, and it's just kind of become much more fluid for us mm. um, as a sense of just acknowledging this is where we're at. Maybe we'll get back to, you know, weekly intense conversations. But right now we're doing lots of prayer and lots of just well-being um, together, um, which yeah, um, was great. Like, it was a steep learning curve for me without, you know, kids um, to go, okay, how do I lead this well? Um, you know, acknowledging and honouring where everyone is at and what everyone's capacities are and just kind of, yeah, growing up to let, let loose, loosen the grip a bit. What's been really good over the last couple of years is that you feel like sometimes as a circle leader, You've got to turn up, show up, and blow up. <laughs> You've got to have everything like sorted. And sometimes you just have busy weeks, and and I'm like, oh, I just have nothing prepared, or I have, I've only listened half listened to the person, or something else has gone on. 
but it's been really nice to be able to actually sometimes release that control and go, hey, can you take circle this week? Mm. You know, that kind of that release of trusting someone else to actually, um, can you be, you can you lead the conversation? And, and it's been so cool to see others step up in my circle and, and do that and do that really well and and see them flourish and see them wanting to be part of that of investing in you know and it's like and i think that comes back to that whole thing of trust because we've built up this trust between each other where they know it's like a protected place where you you're not going to be shamed out for saying something you're going to be honored and you know that you you're coming to a space where you're encouraged to share your points of view to explore your your Christian faith to deconstruct your Christian faith and reconstruct it and what does it mean to be a Christian in this COVID world and so that we've been able to you know create that kind of environment and I've really tried to cultivate this like discussion and the flow of the Holy Spirit and praying for each other so that's it's a very as natural as that can be Mm. with everyone um so to be able to then see other people go ah I'm safe to be able to express my opinions and then now also safe to be able to lead it and have the backing of everyone else. That actually, yeah, it reminds me that we've been through a bit of like a, um, over the last yeah, full sort of 12 months, we've kind of gone from a space of, of that also being our circle structure that last year we didn't have any formalized leadership. Everyone, we kind of like divvied up who was um, who was bringing a topic to the circle each week. Um, we did have we did have a couple who were who were kind of administrating behind the scenes, but in terms of bringing the content, yeah, we didn't have anyone set each week, and um, and that was yeah, it was awesome. It was really really cool. We ended up um, touching on so many different sort of topics, and um, and I think it did just give different people the experience of what it's like to to invest and to show up and be part of of what this is and that everyone kind of, it's just, yeah, it's, it, I think a real tangible sense of playing, playing our part and playing yeah. mm. their mm. part. Yeah. And um, and then it, it was interesting because we sort of ended up, it was good for a time and then, and then we had to reassess and we kind of started to feel like we weren't growing sort of steadily in one direction and that maybe it was time to then just like shift gear a little bit into doing something more consistent where we, um, we're, we're kind of building on, building week to week on, like a, toward a similar sort of um, Bible study topic or, yeah. uh, or, or kind of work, piece of work around um, our spirituality. But mm. I think going from that context um, last year has really given us an awesome platform for people being more committed and, and invested and involved and, and all mm. those sorts of things. Mm. Um, how was your experience of doing just the like the round the room? Um, kind of sharing your hopes and expectations and what you can bring to the group the other week. How's oh, I'm getting you? asked the question now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the yeah. viewer becomes oh. interviewee. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> no. um, yeah, so, so for you guys, we went around the circle as a bit of a start of the year. Let's, let's just focus on that culture for a little bit, hear what everyone in the group what their hopes are for the circle and what they can bring to it. Because um, we had a couple of new members. Yeah. yeah you being one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that was as a new person there, that was really cool for me because I was like, oh wow, this is a community. This that was a symbol or a sign that this community cares about the people in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it's very interesting, you know, you, you asked 
what can we bring? And I'm like, maybe it's just that Kiwi attitude of um, wanting to be humble. I'm like, oh, I don't know, just, uh, just good times, I don't know. <laughs> but to real, like, yeah, there's something quite empowering about that, being asked that and you're like, yeah. okay, what are my strengths? And, and sharing that yeah. in, in that setting. Um, but then also the opportunity there to, to bring those, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, it's not just a, I, I show up, I'm a consumer, I get to just sit back and enjoy what you guys prepared. It's actually like, oh cool, we all are a part of this. Mm -hmm. And that means we all contribute in some way as well. One thing that really get, I get really super passionate about is I'm doing prophetic moments. And because I know that I've got, I carry a prophetic gift, so it's, it's natural for me to do that. But what gets me more excited is not when I prophesy, but when someone else has a picture or, or a word, because they will be able to express that, that prophetic word or they have an insight into this person's life that I would never see. There's these pearls of wisdom that have come and these prophetic insights and this revelation that I would not have heard mm, or mm. have seen or an insight that I just think really is really needed. So yeah, as I feel like it's going away from that, that, that picture of that it's only the person on the pulpit who has a revelation to actually we've all got something to bring here. Mm. I think that like even just tonight sitting here, this is a great example of it. Like um, just hearing from you guys. What are, the, what are those pearls of revelation you have experienced as leaders uh, of circles? So uh, yeah, final thoughts. How would you encourage someone to step deeper into this vision of community? I feel like um, just asking people if they're part of a circle and if they want to be involved or just like if you have a space that you're, that you're looking to cultivate, just touching base with people more regularly about if they are part of one. Because um, I guess for you, for example, Dylan, I had actually assumed at, at the moment in time when I asked you that you would be in a circle, but mm. but for what it, you know, there's various reasons why we're not sometimes. And so, um, yeah, like, I think just stepping out and like being willing to ask people and mm. just, just be invited. Yeah. Be yeah. invited in. I, um, I don't think anyone's going to be offended by that question, are yeah. they? Like, oh, are you part of a circle? If they are in a circle, they're probably going to say, yes, I love it. It's the best circle ever. Mm -hmm. If they're not, there's the opportunity for a, an invitation or a conversation there, right? Yeah. 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 So I think from a, if you're in a position to invite people in, I think just doing that more regularly. Mm. And then I just say, gosh, um, if you're not and you get invited, go for it. Like, <laughs> it is so. Gosh, I feel like it's so easy to idealize, to go, it's wonderful and it's beautiful and there's these beautiful stories coming out, um, but it's gritty, you know? Mm. It's, it's, it's real people mm. in real life um, and that's the only space that we're gonna grow. Mm. Um, so like, gosh, I feel like we can't follow Jesus and not be in that gritty real life, doing this together with other people, wrestling it out, having mm. like, what we have heated political conversations or like, yeah, yeah. you know, the arguments or the like grinding gears and mm. just going, this is what it's like to mm. follow Jesus mm. and like come along for the ride because it's so worth it. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. I think like Sundays are great and I can't wait to get back into corporate worship. I just love it. Mm. Um, but you're not going to build community by turning up on a Sunday morning mm. and, and, you're not going to be able to extend your discipleship with Jesus 
by just coming in a Sunday morning, having the worship, you know, having your having that message and then exiting out the back, back, back door. The only way that you're really going to be able to actually seriously grow in your faith is by it committing and coming to a circle. And I, I mean, I kind of have my circle on about a few things, but I want it to be Christ-centered, to be community and for people to be consistent. Mm. Because only then can you start, we can start building and trusting and growing together in God. That really, to me, is the core of church. And everything else, like great worship and a great sermon on a Sunday, they enable us and they equip us in our Christian walk. But as you say, in the circles, we do the nitty gritty. We do the life together. I think your reason for coming, like, it it may be for friendship um, initially. Yep. And it may be, um, yeah, maybe just, just people that you're just like, I just need to get around some people. I'm not really sure where I'm at with my faith. Or I'm not really sure mm. um, what I need. Um, yeah, we're all at different stages and, and we're all kind of coming and and receiving and giving different things at different times. And mm. so I just think don't, yeah, um, yeah, don't like let that hold you back if you feel like I need a group who's in exactly the same space as me. Like what's really beautiful is that you can't come together and it's, um, yeah. Maybe some of the barriers to getting involved in a circle or getting involved in community is maybe the sense that yeah, people are in different stages than me. People are people are wrestling with different things to me. Therefore, I am not the right person to join that community. But I think that's that's actually the beautiful thing about Jesus is he just says, no, literally, come as you are. Yeah. And and I think that's the sort of communities that we're we're trying to foster here with these circles. Is it's mm. like no, like the barriers that you think are, are, are reasons why you shouldn't come to circle are not actually barriers at all. Mm you're welcome to, to, to come. Yeah. yeah. And we're all growing as well. I feel like I just want to keep adding on. But just like that actually, like yeah. one I wanted, that was part of my thing that I wanted to mention in this conversation was just that as a circle, we have, we we want to go deeper into the Bible and into, and into our spiritual formation. And we know that that's something that we need to, yeah. we want to do better and we're growing towards it. And yeah. so we do the community thing well, we do the caring for each other well, we do the vulnerability well, but we, but we're still growing in our, in how to do our spiritual formation well. And yeah. Um, really deep in our faith together, so. I know there's some Sunday mornings or some Wednesday nights or Thursday nights when I run my circle, I'm not in the mood, but I get there and their faith and their participation encourages me. And so they're kind of like, well, we're praying for someone and maybe I don't have the faith, but someone else has the faith. And there's this whole idea that to me, faith is a community event where we encourage each other and we build each other up. Oh, totally. And that's part of, you know, this alternative family of like, we're bringing something different with the body together bringing something different, mm. all of us, whether you're starting out, you're like not even sure about Jesus yet, or you're like 30 years down the track, like we've all got something to bring. And yeah. that's that's the beauty of yeah. the family. Mm. Thanks guys so much for, well, first of all, being circle leaders uh, and the, the commitment that you put into that, but also for coming along tonight uh, and just sharing some of your thoughts on these things. Really appreciated it. Um, I feel like at this point, Dan will probably offer a benediction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should prepare one of those. We have not a benediction. <laughs> I'm going to make one up on the spot. Say Daniel. <laughs> Maybe Dan makes them up. No, no. He, I'm sure he puts some good time into them. But um, 
thank you for hosting us. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. Nice. Thank you. Well, I guess I can do a benediction if we're okay. waiting for one. Yes, yeah. please do. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> um, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make His face shine upon you and give you peace. Mm. Amen. Amen. Amen.